On this week's show, learn how you can take those negative, draining thoughts, turn them into positive ones that fuel you forward. Welcome to the Compete Every Day podcast, a weekly show to help you harness the power of competition to be better than yesterday. Hear each week from performance leaders, coaches, and experts on the benefits of competition and how you can use it to win at work and in life. And now, your host, Chief Encouragement Officer at Compete Every Day, Jake Thompson. What's up, competitors? It is another week. It is another brand new episode of the Compete Every Day podcast. Welcome back. If you're new to the show, my name is Jake Thompson. I am the Chief Encouragement Officer and Founder here at Compete Every Day and your host each and every week on the Compete podcast. I'm excited to be here as I get to welcome in a close buddy of mine that I've had the honor and privilege to know for man, the last five or so years. And to see this guy's journey and growth has been incredible. Justin Murphy is a former CrossFit regional competitor that is now a business owner and behind the nutrition company called iCoach Nutrition. He's a nutrition coach, but man, the guy is more than that. And so we talk about Justin's journey, why he sold his car to invest in a mentorship opportunity, how he became committed to his goals to get to where he is today, and most importantly, how he learned to tune out those negative thoughts, those those painful thoughts, those doubts, those critics, turn them into positive ones that have propelled him forward to having a successful career. You're going to pick up a number of things today, but really you're going to learn how to put effort into your endeavors, to set priorities based on your goals, and to figure out what your deal breakers are in life. Like if you were honest with yourself, what are your deal breakers? And then work around them. This is a great episode and I'm excited for you to get to meet Justin. Before I dive into the show, I've got to remind you that it is now live and available. The 2019 Shirt of the Month Club is rocking and rolling at CompeteEveryday.com. It is your chance to get a brand new, fresh design delivered to your mailbox every single month all year long. Seriously, if you are in the market to stay motivated all year long to a, for a fresh workout shirt, a fresh casual, comfortable tee, this is it. Because not only are you going to get that shirt, you're going to get a wristband sticker and additional goodie. You're going to have a 25% off coupon code that you can use year round. So if you want to grab a hat, a jacket, uh, a hoodie, posters, you've got that discount code all year round. You've got free access to our competitor book club as well. So you'll get that weekly reading plan and the opportunity to join alongside as we read 12 books throughout the 2019 year designed to make us better competitors. Oh, and before I forget, you're also going to get access to two limited edition designs that will never be released to the public. So when you walk into the gym, when you walk out to hang out with friends and they ask where they got, where you got that specific shirt, you're going to have to just tell them you know some people because they will never have opportunity to get it unless they are in the Shirt of the Month Club. So right now, you've got a chance to sign up for the Shirt Club, dive in there before the 2019 year starts, and I promise you, the set of 12 shirts that we've designed for this year's program are our very best to date. And the best part? 
It's less than 21 bucks a month for the shirt, the gear, the access, and even 50% off our upcoming online courses. So get on it. Now, without further ado, let me welcome to the show longtime buddy and founder of iCoach Nutrition, Justin Murphy. Justin Murphy, iCoach Nutrition, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jake. I appreciate it. I've, uh, I've been a big fan, so, so it's, it's, it's an honor to be able to, to get on the show. I'm excited. Man, it's been a lot of fun watching your growth over the last few years. And so before we dive into a little bit of that, why don't you share with listeners uh, who you are, what you do with iCoach, uh, and how you got to that point? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Justin Murphy. I'm born and raised uh, in Dallas, Texas, lived here my whole life. Um, I have been in the kind of nutrition, fitness, health space, if you will, since I was 18 years old. Um, So almost 10 years now. Um, And, you know, my journey has been extremely interesting. I, you know, I've kind of, I started off as a personal trainer and then kind of got into like the CrossFit space. And then from there, you know, while I was doing that, I was pursuing my degree in nutrition, um, started kind of going more down that route. And then now I own uh, an online nutrition coaching company called iCoach Nutrition. Awesome, my man. And and so how long have you had iCoach Nutrition? So this is, we are coming up now on eight months. But before that, you had it, you were doing a little bit here and there with your gym and in some other areas as well, right? Right. So basically, I, I mean, in terms of nutrition, like it's almost been 10 years that I've been in the field talking about nutrition in some way, you know, even if it was kind of more of a habit based coaching approach back in the personal training days before, uh, before getting the degree in nutrition and whatnot. But um, yeah, you know, I essentially I was I started this company eight months ago as just a Murphy Nutrition that evolved. Now we're about to actually launch as I coach nutrition here soon. Um, and then before that I was, I had built an online nutrition coaching company at the gym that I was at. So that was like a year long process there. Um, and then before that it was kind of just more on, you know, a one-on-one kind of consulting type basis with personal training and things like that. Awesome. And I'm always curious what inspired you to go the nutrition route. Obviously, the core component as a as a trainer and a coach from a physical standpoint, I mean, we've all heard the, the line that abs are made in the kitchen and not the gym. But what really what made you or motivated you to do a path in this nutrition coaching space? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it was interesting because I was I was in school, um, and when I first started in school, actually, I was pursuing a degree in kinesiology. That was kind of what most of the personal trainers were doing, and so I thought that's the route that I wanted to do. Um, through working in the field and getting certifications and going through all these different seminars and whatnot, I started to figure out that you know nutrition really was kind of the missing link, and so many people went the kinesiology route. And at that time, I didn't know if I wanted to pursue physical therapy. So that's kind of why I was doing kinesiology first. But um, as soon as I figured out that, you know, nutrition was really the missing link and I wanted that to kind of be my focus area, I decided to go from focusing in 
you know, kind of the physical therapy side of things, like the mobility side. I was also kind of in the coaching CrossFit and competing in CrossFit side of things. And then I was also really heavily involved with nutrition. And so I went from three different focus areas into just that one focus area being nutrition. And, and for me, it was something where, you know, at that time being in CrossFit, you know, we have kind of the pyramid, right. That Greg Glassman created. And at the very bottom, it says nutrition, you know, as the most important kind of fundamental element of, of everything. And so you look at the fact that we have 15,000 CrossFit affiliates now, and, you know, most of them don't have a nutrition program. They're not, you know, they're not really emphasizing it. They might run nutrition challenges, but they're not actually, they don't actually have a program, a company, you know, where they're actually working one-on-one. So I saw an opportunity and, you know, I, I kind of dove, I went all in as they say. And, and here we are now, it's crazy to think it's only been eight months since I kind of started my own company, but, um, you know how it is, man. I've just been all in. So it's, it's been amazing. It's been a humbling experience and, and it's just been exciting to think it's only been eight months is, is it's, it's amazing. <laughs> What's been the biggest, so launching out on your own and doing a venture of your own is obviously a, an exciting process, but for a lot of people, it's a scary process. And there's probably someone listening that, that has a side hustle or the desire to, to build the side hustle that, man, they may just be, to be honest with you, struggling a little bit from the mental aspect. From your experience and in your experience of making that jump, what was the biggest mental hurdle you had to force yourself to get past to launch? Yeah. Great question. Um, you know, to be honest, I, I think that I struggled with that just as much as everybody else did. You know, I I had been in the space for basically like eight years before I finally decided to go all in and start my own business. You know, I had always kind of had the side hustle, which was like personal training and, and, and kind of, you know, that was kind of like a little side business for me, if you will. Um, but I had every excuse in the world, man. You know, I had every, I had every last bit of scarcity mindset that, you know, most of us have. And it was everything from, you know, I, I don't need to start a business until I'm 30 years old. I don't need to start a business until I've worked for this person, this person, and this person, you know, basically just coming out with like every last excuse in the world as to why I wasn't ready. And it was honestly, it's something that I've always done. I did the same thing with getting married. Uh, you can ask my wife, Alex, you know, I was, I, it was kind of one of those things where I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to get married till I'm 30 years old. I don't want to have kids till I'm 30 years old. I don't know what this 30 year old like mindset was, but that's the story I had been telling myself for so incredibly long. And what's so interesting is that I, you know, I met my, my, who's now my mentor, Jason Phillips back then. And I essentially what happened was I, I, I thought I wanted to go work for him and, you know, we laugh about it now, but he basically like turned me down and, and was like, yeah, actually I don't, I'm not going to give you a job. Like I don't want you to come work for me. <laughs> and I was, I was shocked. I mean, I, you know, I had basically gone to his hormone specialist certification um, a couple of months before that, I, you know, I went, he invited me out to like their one day, like business retreat, um, did that kind of had like 
dinner with the team. And, and I thought like 100% that I was going to be joining their team. And so when he told me that it, it really kind of hit me hard, but what, what happened was he essentially called me out on kind of all of my, all of my BS really. Right. Like all of, all of my excuses, all of these stories that I had been telling myself. And he goes, look, man, like you remind me of me when I was 26 years old. Like you don't want to come work for me. You don't want to go work for a, another badass team. Like you keep saying, like what you really want is you want to build your own badass team. And like, I just had this like light bulb moment go off. Like it was just, it was like that moment in time where you realize that like, you have an opportunity right here to like go all in on yourself. And like, you have to do it because he offered me, he said, look, I don't want you to come work for me, but what I will offer you is I'll mentor you. Like, I think that you can do it, especially under my mentorship. Like I definitely, we can really hit the ground running and, and, you know, make this thing boom. And so, you know, (laughs) here I am like wanting to come work for him. And he's sitting here telling me that, Hey, I'll mentor you, but you got to pay me a thousand dollars a month. And, you know, so for me, I was just like, what? Like, there's no way in hell I can afford to do that. Like, I can't, you know, there, I can't, like, there's no way. And long story short, you know, it's, I ended up just deciding in that moment that if I didn't make that decision right then, I might not ever make that decision. And here I am looking back eight months later and I found out, my wife and I found out that we were having a kid literally two months after I decided to go all in and start the company, which is crazy because if I wouldn't have made that decision right then, I never would have started iCoach. I never would have made the impact that we're making now. I never would have built the team that we have now. Like none of this would have happened. You know, maybe it would have happened five, 10 years later, but man, it just goes to show that like, if you have it, like if you feel it in your gut, like deep down, like if you've been thinking about it for a really, really long time, like, find a way. Like I didn't have a thousand dollars to pay somebody a month to, to, to be my mentor. I was, I had just basically quit my job. Right. Like I, I couldn't afford it then, but I literally went from driving my little Cadillac ATS and living the comfortable life, sold that, bought a, got a Honda civic that's paid off now. Like I make more money than I ever have in my whole entire life right now. And I drive the crappiest car I've ever driven my whole entire life. (laughs) But I believed in my mission. I believed in what I wanted to do, what, what the impacts that going way, way, way back to my original story, which we might dive into a bit, which was, you know, I, 10 years ago, like I got arrested. I got thrown in jail. Like I almost lost everything. I almost lost my whole entire life. Like it was my rock bottom. And I made a promise to God that night. And I was not religious at the time, but I made a promise to God. I said, if you give me a second chance, I will transfer my life from a life that I'm living now, which is not helping anybody to a life that is solely dedicated to helping others. And by me going all in and starting iCoach and fulfilling that, like this has been, this has been something that's like been in me and I've been trying to fulfill for like the last 10 years. And so to finally take action on it and then see it play out and see, you know, just, just have that reassurance that like, there is a plan and, and, you know, <laughs> whether, whether you think that you have some, some, something planned out, you know, picture perfect, like life's going to happen. And, and, you know, I'm, it's just, it's just crazy talking about it now and thinking about it now and just knowing that if I want to 
have made that decision then, like, you know, my life would be so much different than it is now. And my wife tells me all the time, she's like, I've never seen you so happy. Like you're, you're so incredibly happy now. And for me, I mean, that's, that just means the world. I love that. And you hit on a couple of things that I want to rewind back to. So the first one, mainly because you and I had a discussion, kind of an online forum discussion with someone uh, the other night about the, the words I can't afford. Uh, that and I, I really want to dive into how obviously your action steps that you took to work with Jason because you, you downgraded your car, uh, you got one that was paid off, you cut expenses here and there. It wasn't that you couldn't afford to do something, it was at that time you chose to put your money elsewhere or invest money elsewhere in things that either A, gave you more short-term pleasure or didn't get you to where you wanted to be long-term. What was that process like for you? Because I feel like that's the easiest excuse people run to. Like when talking about hiring a coach or a mentor or working with with someone, they always feel like, well, one, I should just have that for free. Like you can just give me that for free. And then two, if someone comes back from a price standpoint, their first reaction is, well, I just can't afford that. When in all reality, I would bet most of the time people can, they just choose to spend their money on alcohol or going out or watching movies or whatever the case may be instead. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, so that's, you know, that's what it was. I had to sacrifice a lot and I had to, you know, it was, it was one of these situations where it's like, there was no guarantee, right? Like me hiring a business mentor did not guarantee my success, but I knew that I had a chance for it to essentially collapse time, right? It's the difference. Like if I can sit here and I can take somebody that's been there, that's done, that's achieved exactly what I want. And they're offering to mentor me. Like that's a chance of a lifetime. And so the value had been built up so incredibly high that when he told me that price, yeah, it, it scared the hell out of me. But I knew that if I made that investment, if I made that commitment, like if I went, if I literally went all in, and if I'm paying somebody a thousand dollars a month, you better believe I'm going all in. That's right. Hey, you know, and I, I was about to say it's got to be more accountability on your point at that, or on your end at that point, because it it's why people are more invested in having a personal trainer and showing up to work out than if they just have a general gym membership for ten fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, it's it's one of those things you have to pay to play, right? And so. You know, I paid to play and, and I, and I told like, as soon as, so what happened was, is I was on this call, he told me all this stuff and I was crushed, dude. Like I literally like cried that night. Like I was, I was crushed. And two weeks later or a week later, we had another call and like, you can ask Jason, you can ask Shasti both. Like they thought that I was done. Like there's no way in the world that I was going to do that. And I literally get on the call with them and they're like, how you doing? You know, whatever. And I'm like, great. Let's do this. I just sold my car. I did this. I did that. I'm going like, I'm all in let's go. And I mean, even to this day, you can ask them, both of them were like shocked. They were like, really? And I was like, (laughs) yeah. Like if you've ever, ever seen or heard anybody say that they're going all in, like you better believe like I'm about to bring it because 
like, this is everything. Like, this is my life. Like if, if I don't, if I don't make this happen right here, like I'm a, like, I'm a married man. Like I'm a provider. Like this is, and then now I have a kid on the way, like, you know, so it's like, I, a thousand dollar investment per month, like that commitment, I think. And, and then the, the fact that the value had been brought up, had been built up as high as it was, because I mean, I had been researching and doing my due diligence for the last two years. I first met Jason. I'd been like, you know, seeing all his stuff, stuff through social media, consuming other pieces of content. Like I've been doing my homework for two years. So like, you know, I, I knew that if I could work with him somehow, some way, like it was, it was definitely gonna develop me as a business owner and, and it was going to help me, you know, learn things and, and collapse time in a way that other people can't do, you know, like when people ask me now and they're like, you know, eight months, like that's so crazy. Like when they hear about what's been done and that's because like, like there's no way I would have done that on my own. Like where we're at right now has already far surpassed my original goals. But that's because I was paying, I was playing small, right? Again, it's a story that we tell ourselves. You can tell yourself you are in control of all the thoughts that go into our mind, like what we do with it, right? And so it's 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 all about kind of you know structuring the thought that comes into your head, and if it's a negative thought, like restructuring it into something that's more positive. And so, what are some things on that? Because on that note. I, I want to ask, what are some things that you do to restructure those thoughts? Like you posted the other day uh, recently on Facebook about the idea that you used to think college wasn't for you. You used to, like we just talked about earlier, you used to think you had to be 30 before you could be married. You used to think all of these different things. What do you do now when you catch yourself thinking things to restructure those thoughts? And how, how has that developed in your life from like early on when it was a lot more of a struggle than perhaps now you have more of a fluid system? Yeah, great question. I would honestly say for the last eight or nine years, I didn't know what, I didn't know how to do it. I had no idea what I was doing in terms of restructuring thoughts. I think that over the last year, it's been something that's really developed for me and it's, it's, it's learning from other people. So it's through podcasts, it's through audiobooks, it's through, you know, whatever it may be, but it's just starting to understand that, you know, we truly do have control. Like I still have tons of negative thoughts that come into my head all the time. Right. But I mean, let's be honest. I'm, I started a business. I found out that I was having a kid. Like I could tell myself all of these negative, stressful stories and, and make my life you know, way more complicated and, and, and stressful than it has to be. Or I can change the perspective. I can change the story and I can say, look, like if I don't like, if I don't wake up at this time every single morning, if I don't get these things done, if I don't plan and set myself up for a successful week every single week, then I'm taking away from the impact that I can make in people's lives. I'm taking away from the life that my wife and my kid deserves. Right. And so it's just, it's all perspective. But I think for me, as soon as the negative thought comes into my head, I kill it immediately. I will not let a negative thought consume my mind. Love it. 
I love it. I mean, obviously that that's something we've talked a lot about on this show is the importance of perspective and the importance of, of mindset and, and killing certain thoughts and getting rid of them. I mean, it's, it's the difference between looking at that adversity, that situation of I can't afford this coaching program. I can't afford to work with this person. And instead saying, okay, this is an opportunity that can change my life. If I put the work in, what can I do to get there? Versus a woe is me, I'll, I'll never make it happen. Like you had those thoughts, you killed those thoughts, you took action, which is what I absolutely love. Obviously, I would see there's a lot of parallels between the mindset shifts you've had, building your business and making these big decisions that you also have the opportunity to work with clients on in the food side because – for some people, they're always going to be like, well, I'm addicted to sugar or I just can't do this or I just can't do that. How has your personal experience dealing with shifting your mindset, killing certain thoughts been valuable in helping your clients? Yeah, good question. Well, you know, what's interesting is that I always joke around. I'm like, you know, nutrition, like we kind of just advertise what we do as nutrition coaching. But the reality of it is, is that nutrition coaching is about so much more than what some people, you know, put it out to be like, it's so much more than, Hey, here's your macros, bro. (laughs) Right? Like it goes into that mindset, like the psychology of change and the psychology of like transformation. And I always tell people, I'm like, you know, people come to us for nutrition coaching, but what they really leave with is a whole new mindset towards nutrition through towards exercise, towards their own lifestyle. And, and just realizing that like, you know, most people fail out there with nutrition because they're trying to follow diets that are way too hard to follow. Right. They're, they're trying to do things that just aren't sustainable. Like we're really, really good at losing weight through a 30, 60, 90 day challenge. Phenomenal. And then we, but and, and then we fall really, off the wagon. Exactly. We're really, really bad about gaining it all back. And that's just because like most of the diets out there, I couldn't even follow consistently if I wanted, like they're just too hard. And that's why individualization is so incredibly key and making sure that we build your individualized diet, like for you and nobody else, but for you, like, what are your not like one of the questions we start with all the time is like, you know, what are your non-negotiables? Like, what do you, what, what do I need to build in order for you to be successful long-term? Like, do we, like, do you need, do you need, you know, X amount of date nights? Do you need the cheat meal? Like, what do you need to be successful? Like, you don't like this certain food? Cool. Don't eat it. Right? Like, I I never want you to do things that you don't want to do. I only want you to do things that you do want to do. And so once you start to give people that peace of mind, I mean, it's a game changer because now they're like, okay, like, you know, like he's going to work with me. He's going to be on my team. It's not a matter of him just telling me what to do. It's a matter of let's assess like what's going on in your life, man. Like, you know, what's, what's work, what, what diets have worked for you? What diets haven't worked for you? Like, you know, tell like, let's dive in and ask as many questions as we possibly can so that we can start to strategize um, you know, how to get you to where you want to be and kind of start to reverse engineer that process. I love that. I love that. Let's look at what's worked. Let's look at what hasn't. Let's figure out why certain things have worked, why they haven't, and then create the plan for you. Obviously, that's what you've done in your own life to to build your team and your business. And, and I know your clients are 
very fortunate for that. One of the things I've, I've always been fascinated by, and I'm curious how you handled the process because it's come up on the show the last few guests that we've had on about the idea of identity and, and battling identity. And, and the reason I ask you this is because you were a very competitive athlete uh, with CrossFit, right? CrossFit regionals, the open, making runs at the games. And then you switched. You had to switch to becoming a full-time student to, to being a husband to now building a business as an entrepreneur and a coach. Was there a struggle in that process to leave behind a little bit of that athlete identity for you? Um, and if so, how did you kill those thoughts to embrace who you are? Yeah, that's a great question, man. And, and I think that that's one that's so many athletes especially in the crossfit space struggle with especially after the announcement this year with no more regionals um i this is something i've talked to a tons of different athletes that i used to compete with about and uh it, it was really hard man i mean being <laughs> being super transparent you know it's the the two to three years after competing in CrossFit were extremely hard and that I was so burnt out with competing. Like I would, like I had just, you know, I was sitting here working out two or three hours a day and I just, the gym was not a place that I wanted to be at anymore. Like I was burnt out. And so over the last two to three years, I mean, you know, you're talking about a, a, a regional an individual regional athlete that's working out five days a week, three hours a day to maybe working out three hours a week right? Like maybe not working out at all. Like I took off so much time, like, and if you look into that, you know, some of the things that didn't really affect me, but they could have affected others were like, you know, at one time in my life, I had a 600 pound back squat right now. I would be lucky, lucky if I got 405 up, like I'm not my, I will never, ever, ever be as fit as I once was. Do you struggle? Do you still struggle with the idea of like when you're an athlete, like you have the mindset, I've got to be in training. I have a plan. Like I've got people I've got to beat this year in regionals to where if you're going three days a week or less, like, is there a thought in the back of your head? Like I need to be working out today. I need to be doing something today. I, I feel terrible if I don't. I think for me, it was just, I was, it was a combination of, of, I was like so burnt out and I just didn't even want to work out and be in the gym. And then two, I now had a singular, I had a single focus, right? Before I was in school, I was working full time. I was competing in CrossFit. Um, and I just had, you know, I had so many different things going on. And so once all that shifted into only focusing in on building a business, like I'm like, let's go, you know, because I don't, but, but what's hard with it is that because of that, I'm like, you know, this all or nothing mentality towards I coach and building this thing, you know, I would always choose work over working out. Right. So it would be, it would be, Hey, like I get to the end of the day, I'm supposed to go work out and be like, Oh, I got to get this stuff done. And I just want to go work out. Right. And so that's, that's kind of where I've been, you know, over the last few months is like, you know, I have a full gym set up right underneath, right underneath me right now. And, and, you know, a home gym, everything I need, but yet I go and pay $175 membership at CrossFit Addison so that I can, you know, work out. I can, I can drive there. I'm paying for something. I have accountability. I have the community, like, 
it's just one of those things. It's like, I, I'm still struggling with it now, but I realized that even though I'm not competing or I'm not, I'm not ever going to be as strong or as fit or whatever, like when I, I need to work out consistently, I need to work out five days a week because it translates into the way that I feel, the way that I look, the way that I perform, not necessarily in the gym, but more so in the game of life, which is, you know, building a business and being a great husband and being a great father. And like, these are all things that fuel me now, whereas maybe making it to the CrossFit games fueled me before I've been able to transfer my mindset from competing in sport to competing in the game of life. That's awesome. I, uh, I love that. And I feel like it's a conversation we can really relate to. I mean, you played football in college. Uh, you know, I'd gone to play before I got hurt. And so my, the way I put it, my divorce from sports football uh, was something I mentally struggled with. Like I was so ingrained with identifying myself as an athlete, as a quarterback, that for those two to three years afterwards, like I really mentally struggled. And then like a lot of people, a lot of former athletes, you come into CrossFit and it may be five years, 10 years after you ever played a sport, 20 years, and you're reinvigorated with this feel of competition um, and pushing yourself against the clock every day that it's easy to get sucked right back into that, that you really have to take a break. You really have to identify and make sure you're aligned that you're training to be better for yourself, for your life. And it's not something you get wrapped up in as, as an athlete, because it, it becomes almost, I, I mean, debilitating to a degree because you become so reliant on what your workouts are, what you're doing in the gym that 99% of the people you interact with on a daily basis don't give no crap how much you squatted today or how fast your friends time was. Like they care about how you're performing in the workplace or are you present at home? Are you providing for your family? So I love to hear that, that that's still kind of an ongoing process with you, but like all successful people, you've set up certain things to allow yourself to continue working out and maintaining that relationship in a healthy manner. You have a gym membership, which forces you to leave the house to go and work and you have a community that holds you and keeps you accountable. If you ever need a quick workout refresh, you have something in your gym, uh, but you've set your priorities and your singular focus to your work and to your family. And so that is what takes priority over that elite training, which I think is a great lesson for anyone listening, anyone that struggled with that. Justin, man, this has been a really insightful conversation. I love the, all the wisdom and, and really get to share a little bit of your experience and the mental shifts you've made because I know a lot of people listening can find a lot of value in that and applying it to their journey. Where can people get connected with you online uh, to say hi, to learn more about not only iCoach, but just some of the stuff you're doing? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so on Instagram, that's probably where we're most active. Um, my personal profile on there is Justin Murphy underscore iCoach. And then we also have iCoach Nutrition. Um, and then website, um, our new website is launching here soon. It's going to be www.icoachnutrition.com. Currently, it's justinmurphynutrition.com. Um, and then we're on Facebook as well. So, uh, Facebook's just I coach nutrition. 
Awesome. And we'll be linking to all of that in the show notes, everyone. Uh, I'm excited for you to go check out Justin and his work. Dude, thanks for being on the show. Jake, thanks so much, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Compete Every Day podcast. To learn more, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. To connect with Jake or contact the show, email us at podcast at CompeteEveryDay.com. And as always, keep competing every day to be better than you were yesterday.